the Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 122. How can participating in a running event support you when starting a business in the sports industry? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your day-to-day life, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in the running industry. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Anna Edwards. Anna is the founder of Get to the Start, where she has a vision to make running more accessible around the world, especially finding new ways and methods by applying technology to solve problems for runners who travel all the time. So for that reason, I'm fascinated about Anna's vision and it's great to have her on the show. That's why in today's episode, Anna will share her sports career journey and explain to you how running can support you when starting a career in the sports industry. Anna, it's an absolute privilege to have you on the show. Please, could you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Jose, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've um, listened to a few of your podcasts, really enjoyed them, especially the one with Chris Robb that I listened to recently. It's great that you have those kind of guests on your show. So um, let me take you on how first I started running and how that sort of transpired into a startup related to running. Um, my sister, I'm one of triplet sisters actually with an older brother, and uh, we decided to run at a church fair in South Africa, the, my native South Africa where I'm from, when we were about six or seven years old and just discovered we could run. So um, in primary school, ended up running for our province, got a provincial colours for six years and really, really enjoyed cross country very, very much. And then fast forward into high school, we were suddenly struck by really adverse life circumstances and quite bad poverty suddenly, which um, stopped my running for good, my sisters as well, unfortunately. But uh, the dream was always there to still enjoy it. And I, I really think that if we had the right support and nutrition and, you know, equipment and stuff, we could have probably made the Olympics. At least that's what I like to believe. I really like running. Um. That followed a few years of um, making really bad lifestyle choices, not running at all, not doing any sport. Um, moved to London after school where the only running I did was run for the train to make it in time for the last train home. And um, one day I was really faced with having to make serious like grown-up decisions. I had to choose. I was at a crossroad in my life. And I decided that I was going to take up running again. I had the money to buy my own shoes. I was in control of my circumstances now. And um, instead of just choosing a 10-kilometer run, I went overboard and chose to run the Comrades. So we've always been exposed to running in our family with my mother having done her first Comrades marathon in, 20, in, um, sorry, in 1995 and um, sort of grew up through that experience with her. And I decided that um, I was sitting at my desk working for Nokia at that point and I phoned my mother and I said to her, I'm going to run the Comrades with you which was followed by a long pause and just, okay, we start on Monday. That was uh, what followed there. I don't actually think that she thought I was serious. 
And um, it took me four years to make it to the start of the comrades. And that I realize now, which I'll, I'll draw on later, and which um, I also wrote about in my uh, blog post, was I realize now how that prepared me. Failing for four years to make it to the start of that race, huge sacrifice. And um, I eventually ended up running the Comrades Marathon in 2015, finishing, not dying, in 11 hours and 38 minutes. And um, looking back now, I can see how that developed incredible grit in me and all the circumstances that led to me running, having to give up running and take it up again later, prepared me for really starting a business. Just really quickly, reflecting right this moment, what are the biggest lessons you've learned from that experience reflecting right now? Nothing's permanent. And you are in charge of your life. You have to take control of your circumstances. You can only blame your childhood, your circumstances, things that happened to you for, for so long in your life. And then it's up to you to take responsibility and change it. Absolutely. Now, I'm just going to go back in your life now. Would you mind just giving the listeners a bit of your career background, your academic background, just to fill in the gaps with regards to where you are now? Sure, absolutely. I work in project controls. That's sort of a broadly speaking, a specialist area in the project management field. I'm still employed full time. I'm a contractor here in Australia and I run my business part time. I studied at Cranfield College, College doing an advanced diploma in project management and I'm a certified project management professional. Wow. So really quickly, because I really want to get right into the meat of what you're doing at this moment from your part time business. From a career perspective and the, the sort of skill sets, how has that supported you? Because running is a great thing to challenge yourself, but in a business, you've got to have that networking, communication skills. How has that all come together from your experience? My first hunch would be to say, really, it develops grit. You cannot just give up, not, not with the job, not with anything in life. Obviously, if it compromises your moral values, then it's a, it's a good idea to give something up. But having been through that journey, especially through sport, and that it's it's developed grit. And um, there's a, a podcast that I listen to, I love podcasts, um, Freakonomics Radio, where Angela Duckworth speaks about grit, where she says that it's the, um, I just want to get that quote, wait. She says, grit is living life like it's a marathon and not a sprint. So she's not particularly into sport, but that is that is very, very well said. It's being realistic with your expectations taking ownership of your own training, being it, I, I, I could never go to university. I just studied part-time. Everything I studied was part-time because there was no money to go and study. But I created the opportunities and I did it and I passed everything. You cannot wait for people to create opportunities for you. You must create it yourself. Absolutely. Just looking at sport as a bigger picture now, have you seen mass participation have an impact from a physical activity perspective from your opinion? It's, I think it's great for mental health. Look, when you run, you run in a group, but really you run alone as well. You know, if you have to finish the race, you're going to finish the race. But there's so much to be said about mental health, wellness and well-being in general, being part of a community. And that has really, I've seen the impact of it over and over again when emigrating to Australia two and a half years ago of have, having to leave that community behind and the familiarity of the running group. Running was my absolute life in South Africa. For four years, everything revolved around running, the spirit of running, you know, meeting people who are just starting, who you can encourage to keep going. I went from partying for eight years and having really unhealthy habits to finishing with comrades. 
anybody can do that. It's being surrounded by your own herd, like a friend of mine would say, by your own people. And yeah, just really encouraging everybody. I find this really enjoyable because a lot about this show, yes, it's about sports careers, but actually sport is all about bringing people together. And I can connect with that where the local gym I go to. And I think that's just as important because if you sort of work in sport, you've got to have that understanding of sport as well. Now, getting to the nitty gritty now, relating to today's podcast topic, with regards to participating in that running event, how did it support you from a business perspective with your startup? I wrote a long blog about that, which we can include in the notes about how um, running or preparing for how the journey to running 90 kilometers prepared me for starting my own business. And really, there are so many skills that you can take out of any sport really, but for me, I can only speak to my own personal experience in running, how that can transfer to, to a business, how you will fail and how you get back up again, how suddenly pulling a hamstring, which is what happened to me twice, the two years, six weeks before the conference start, which um, ruled me out of the start, it's the equivalent to your website going down and you have no idea where they came from. There's so many things that you can relate to that. Being surrounded by your own people, I'm um, on the Comrades Marathon, my mother just suddenly, I, I ran with her, she just suddenly passed out on 68 kilometers and there was someone to catch her. Similarly in business, if you're surrounded by the people who understand the startup journey, who have similar passions, not the same, because nobody will ever share your passion for your idea that you have. But people who understand it, they'll be there to catch you when you fall. And um, yeah, I, I can go on and on and on about that lessons, but it's probably better if people just read that blog and reach out to me. I'm happy to take a phone call from anybody to share my experience. Just encourage them. Just to fill in the gaps, everybody who's listening in, this is how we got connected. I found this blog post and I was like, wow. And uh, I was going to mention about your mum because actually um, when you just said that passing, I literally got some notes here. It's also sacrificing to move on as well like she was in a safe environment but it's same in business sometimes you and I know the feeling when you've got you've got to carry on your own race and make those sacrifices and um yeah there will be a link and honestly I recommend everybody reading it because it puts in things in perspective I really enjoyed the section with your knowing your why and you had a great description then would you mind explain to listeners now your startup business like what's it all about yeah, so um, if I could just draw on the why, the why first, like I mentioned before, I had to give up running when I was younger, and um, that coupled with moving to Australia and really, really missing my running group more than words can ever say. That was my normal, and um, I think migrants will really understand the, the the quest for familiarity when you move somewhere. My husband and I moved here. We'd never been to Australia before we moved. We came here with $8,000 in six suitcases at the age, I think we were 30, 33. 32. So, um, yeah, it was hugely unfamiliar. And I quickly, about five or six weeks in, I really, really struggled. And I, I had to think of a way to get all my running buddies here without breaking the bank, you know, with the South African exchange rate, right? it's really hard. And then in that absolute hole of distress that I found myself in, I came up with the idea to establish the free Airbnb for runners. We had a house, but we didn't have furniture in it yet, but I would by the time someone comes to visit. Um, everyone will, will be happy to know we have furniture now to accommodate everyone. Um, I basically wanted to be the person that I needed when I was young, someone that can just help. And I have this dream that I have refused to give up on now for almost two years, despite many other failures in starting this business and trying things out and losing a lot of money and tears and joy. 
um, if I have to close my eyes and just think why I do this is, can you imagine if someone can showcase their talent on a world stage or even a local national stage, someone somebody would never have heard of because someone opened their home for free to host them for that night or two, to drive them to the event, to give them that opportunity or, or your best mate, your partner, your wife comes home and they have the biggest smile on their face because they have the New York Marathon medal or city marathon or just, just the local you know, race in the next city because someone helped to make that possible for them. And that brings me the biggest joy. And that is the reason why I haven't given up, despite the fact that I could have for many, many things that's happened over the last two years. I'm blown away because that's how things happen. It just takes time. It It's that more than word dedication. It's just being, it goes back to that great word you said earlier, grit. Um, but look, could you explain to listeners, though, what Get to the Start is all about? Because I think a lot of people can connect with this with regards to running get to the start as it is in its current form takes the really takes the hassle out of looking for race accommodation by showing literally checking hundreds of hotel websites worldwide and airbnbs around the race start or the race finish line and shows you available options between all budgets or accommodation types and the distance to the start which i really like because you don't want to walk for five kilometers or be stuck in a taxi when you want to get to the start and um that is where I started up with this to try and fund this free Airbnb platform, which will now finally host a launch as community hoster in January 2019. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? It's really um, building the community hoster platform. It took really so many things that I just couldn't believe would happen. You know, nobody prepares you for the journey, and I also talk about that in, in, in the blog. Nobody prepares you for this journey, what you what you might face, all the bad decisions you're going to make. I chose to work with the wrong people, wrong platforms. I made so many good decisions and so many bad decisions. Recently, when I got back from um, an unplanned trip, a personal trip to South Africa, the technical co-founder who I thought I was going to work with never came back to Australia from a trip. And I mean, that could have made me give up as one. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it myself. I've, I've, I've learned so much over the last two years so that's what I've been doing for the last two and a half weeks is building this platform so that it can launch in um, private um, beta stage at the moment. And um, if any of your listeners want to help with testing or, or you know, just contribute to the site in any way, it's completely open for anyone to contribute because it's going to be, it's, it's going to be lean in the beginning so that we can build it for the community so that people can list who want to host each other for free. And although it was initially intended for the running market, over the last two years, I've built up such a community of different people, like in the startup industry, who, want to, who needs to get hosted, um, migrants, you know, who come to Australia to check out what it's like, or have just moved here waiting for their containers to arrive. Uh, run as cyclists. My husband is a keen diver and triathlete. You know, this it's not just restricted to runners. It's for everybody that will either need a room or can offer a room. I think this is absolutely brilliant. Anna, just on a personal note now, what have you enjoyed the most from your career journey now, looking back? It's really, it's really, really hard to just pick one thing. But if I have to, I would say the growth. If you just think back to all the little things and the big and the little things, really, something will make you crack because you don't know who to turn to. You have nobody that can help. Like, 
um, it's the personal growth, seeing, just observing yourself in, in you know, the same situation, how you would have behaved or reacted a few years ago, realizing how much you're actually capable of yourself if you put in the effort to learn it. And um, yeah, just how passion can really, really, really push you forward. And I can definitely hear your enthusiasm. And seriously, I can hear your dedication in what you've done. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to students who are discovering their sports career passion? You know, to Chris Robb's point in his um, interview about volunteering, I get a lot of requests on LinkedIn as well from people who want career advice and, you know, want to switch careers. Volunteering is an excellent way to do that. But in, in life in general, with any relationship, I believe in give, 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 ask. It's, it's not specifically just related to karma, but I've seen that in action now. And you know what? Don't be scared. I was so scared of talking to people before I moved to Australia that I wouldn't even go to conferences. Just open your mouth. Everybody's just – everybody that I've met here just want to help, you know. Say if you don't know. It's okay for you to not know. I did not even – I've never even heard of WordPress since I started looking into this. I had to Google what a plugin was. I understood nothing, and I ended up taking a coding class. So, you know, make your own magic. The world is out there. People are not as scary as you think. You know, failure isn't permanent. No one's going to die. Nobody's sitting there for you, for you waiting to fail. Just you will be successful, in my opinion, if you have your passion. If your why is what drives you, if it's not to make millions of dollars, and there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. But when the times get tough... Money, I think, will hardly ever see you succeed and push through. But passion, that's going to get you through the tough times. Anna, that is absolutely fantastic. I really do hope the listeners take that on board. How can people interact with you online? Uh, you can look for me on LinkedIn, Anna Sophia Edwards. And the best would probably be on all the social media channels. Forget to the start. That's Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all at Get to the Start. And I really want to encourage all your listeners, or if they know somebody who's not listening, tell them. If you want to test anything you've learned at university on this business, if you have a passion for communities and what my business is about, please reach out to me. This is a, will be a community effort always to make this work. And if there's anything I can help you guys with, please let me know. Even if it's to bounce off a business idea, I also started not knowing a thing. So please ask. That is great to all the listeners listening in. All those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Anna, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What a really interesting podcast chat with Anna. For me, the biggest learning lesson I've taken from this chat is Anna's desire and thick-skinned with regards to believing in herself. For me, that is the biggest learning lesson I've taken from this interview because I think this is really important. She really explained through her journey and also through the blog post, which again, there will be a link for you to have a read because it brings everything to perspective of how sport and working in the sports industry, there is such a relation or even starting up a business, there's such a similarity of how you cope with failure, adversity almost rejection as well because sport can reject us in some ways as much as we participate in something but when we're not good at something we sort of get rejected we don't feel like we fit in Anna proves that 
during this podcast chat that if you really have a strong desire, have a strong why in where you want to go and what you want to achieve, it is possible, but you've got to show that grit, which I think is a brilliant word to use because work in the sports industry, you have to show that grit and have that sort of confidence with regards to where you want to go, but believing in yourself at the same time. So look, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast chat as much as I have and really use this as fuel with regards to your sports career adventure in the sports industry. Take action, really dig deep and make it a reality today and good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Anna said, make your own magic. The world is out there. People aren't as scary as you think and failure isn't permanent. 